podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic podcast, second episode of the season, as we warm up uh, towards the season beginning next next week. Um, first off, we'll just give you a great big mention to our new patrons, uh, upon your knees over the last week or so, uh, John Paul Knight, Alan Larson, Evan Wright, Lee Tom, Warren Christmas, Alex Honeyset, Lee Giles. Andy Kirkham, Dream Team Novice, Mark Williamson, Nathan Wisby, John Webb and Russell Hunter. Thanks very much for joining. Hopefully you've managed to tune in tonight and you are getting your live access straight off the bat and you can interact with us tonight and ask some questions throughout the show. So, yeah, thanks for your support. Hopefully you uh, find uh, the Discord and the other stuff we have going on uh, worthwhile. Uh, so welcome along. Um just before we get going, um, just to plug the Tag Team League, which is going to be some great fun this season. I can feel it. There's already a little bit of banter knocking around in some sections. Um, obviously, the Tag Team League, where find yourself a, a teammate, and um, the league will be live on FF Stuff, so you've no, no need to um, fanny around with having to do the adding up yourself, because our mate Frank at FF Stuff's going to do that for us. So there'll be a live league on there where you and your mate will be Hopefully the top. Um, then we've got our normal cash league, uh, which again, um, it's been a little bit, little bit difficult to try and mix things up this year because there's a lot of leagues out there, a lot of good leagues like Dream Team ratings and Packards, um, and we just try to do it a little bit different because we don't want it to all end up same. So we're doing more of a monthly, uh, monthly prize. We will still be a winner for the, obviously the, the overall winner and second and third, but. Uh, each month we want to reward the best in that month, fifth, third, second and third. So we should end up with quite a few different winners uh, throughout the season. Um, any info on that, just uh, drop us the message at Dream Team Tonic on Twitter. Uh, we'll get back to you or comment on, on YouTube and, and we'll send you the details. But um, yeah, it should be some great fun throughout the season. Uh, so with me tonight is uh, James and, and Scott. Uh, sadly, Ben can't be with us uh, as his mother passed away uh, the other week. Uh, and he's um, currently having a drink uh, and a toast to her. So all the best, Ben. Um, condolences, mate. Uh, we're hoping to have you back soon. Um, James, all the way from Venezuela with your electrical problems, you made it. <laughs> and he's muted his mic. Oh, no. <laughs> just, you know, the power came back on just, um, just in time to do last-minute prep. Very annoying. There you go. It's third world country. Um, you can't expect these things. Yeah, that's the way it is. And Scott, uh, your second episode with us, mate. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. I'm not muted, am I? No, you're all right, mate. Perfect. Yeah, all good. All good thank you. <laughs> right, brilliant. Um, so we've got um, with the, the uh, topic of the show, really, is a bit of must-haves and budget enablers go through a few players out of each price section where we put some price sections up 1 million to 2.5, 3 million to 3.5, 3.5 million to 4.5 million and then 5 million plus. 
Um, just to pick a few players in each of them sections, just give people an idea of players that are on our minds and who really should be on their minds. Um, I don't know if you lads want to go through let's go through questions first and then drop on ours because obviously a lot of these players that we touch on are probably going to be within these questions. Yeah, it does look like the questions feed into that, doesn't it? So we could we could kick off with the questions. Yeah, we'll kick okay. off with questions and we'll see if anybody here obviously has got any extra to say. Um, obviously, you can you can stick on all the comments on YouTube, which is the, the fun of um, having this interaction. So evening, Aman, Iron Driver, Flower Pop Manzer, Seth O. Uh, good evening to you all. So, right, <laughs> let's crack on. Oh, just, a, just another quick shout before we start. Uh, halfway through, um, we're going to have a, a, um, a guest coming on who's going to be discussing. He's not drunk, and he's he's going to be discussing um, a sponsorship deal that we've struck up, um, which is quite exciting and a little bit of fun. Uh, but he's been a big driver behind that. In fact, he's put it all out for us, uh, which we really appreciate. So he's going to be coming on and having a chat about that uh, and just about where he sees that win for us. Um, so, yeah, he'll be coming on shortly. So don't, if, you, if you see some pop in the room, don't worry. We've not got another uh, another streaker on the pitch. Um, <laughs> right. Solo Higgins, regarding the new transfer system, what are your strategies for the first four four weeks of games? Uh, we'll touch on a little bit of this question after that. Um, strategy, Scott? Right, well, this is a kind of roundabout way of saying I'm, I'm winging it almost. Um, I've just tried to set up my team really because I haven't got a plan for that sort of period of time. Where it's all new, everything's different. I kind of want to stay as flexible as possible just in case, I don't know, one team that you're not expecting does well or Liverpool, for example. They're def- like last season, their defence was so good going into it. And then last season, they were terrible. So I've just tried to keep my team roughly at price points where I can move between premiums, move between teams, and it's not too much of a headache. But really, I don't have a plan specifically for the four, first four game weeks. I just want to have a look have a look at the match centre once that first weekend of football happens um, and just see what the new point scoring system's like first before I start making a whole big plan. That's That's my way of saying winging it, really. <laughs> that is it. I mean, it's a completely new game, isn't it? Um, yeah. So we are going to have to work out a strategy from this season. Uh, we're probably going to, if people make mistakes, if people that do really well with it straight off, um, hopefully we are the latter. Um, but I, I just got wrote down, we're set up for the first two game or two game weeks. Um, make sure that I've got pretty much players that I know we're going to play. Um, because I don't want to be getting caught out by trying to throw in someone that's too out there and just suffer and start falling behind. So probably have the regulars as much as I can, especially for the first two game weeks. Obviously, we're going to have to have budget enablers. Uh, so we're so trying to pick them and, and and check out through pre-season and, and other things and the signings that people, uh, teams are making, whether they will be starting and playing this season. Um, obviously, price rising and stuff come into coming to play but for the first two game weeks I just want to be want to make a decent start a steady start uh, and then just see just see from there um, whether banking transfers and and, or, and stuff like that or using them and just switching in and out every week uh, what's going to be the best plan of action but until we see the, the first lineups and, and the way these points work 
Um, I, I think we're all a little bit blind because it is, a, like I say, a brand new game. You reckon, James? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm approaching it in a similar similar manner. Um, I I'm going safe with at least like what I think is safe picks in what will be in my game week one team. Um, no major gambles. Um, probably try and avoid players new to the league unless I'm really sure um, that they're going to hit the ground running. Most of the time they don't. Um, it's worth noting that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just um, and of course I'll be looking. I've I've been looking at the fixtures. Um, so my team will be have fixtures in mind as well. You know, for instance, Newcastle have a pretty tricky start. So I'm probably going to be avoiding them for a couple of weeks. But now we've got extra transfers to, to use. Um, we can move our teams around a lot, a lot, um, lot, lot quicker. So um, that will be interesting to see how that pans out. And of course, yeah, some people might think, well, I'm going to save these transfers. I, I want to build up to four and then do a mini wildcard, if you like, to use an FPL term. Yeah. Um, we'll see how that pans out. Um, yeah, so if you have a flying start, why not do that? But uh, I suspect most of us will will have at least one player that will want to get will want to ship straight out. Yeah. But that's the that's the way it usually goes. All this planning you put in, and there's usually one or two players where you think, "Oh God, what was I thinking?" Yeah, there's a few teams like Liverpool, uh, not like Liverpool, like Chelsea and Spurs that. I've kind of just got no clue how they're going to start, for example. Yeah. And then even even Liverpool, disappointing at the start of last season, but then finished really well, didn't they? So yeah. you'd like to think they come back good. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chelsea. From, what I'm hearing with Chelsea is it quite exciting, but how are they going to set up? Uh, it's one of them where you, the first two game weeks, you, you have to see a little bit of... of uh, competitive football because even in the friendlies and that they, they play half teams here half teams there it's it's very uh, tricky to like actually decipher what what a strong what the strongest team is for that that uh, particular club so yeah um steve has asked budget or premium keeper are we going bazuna or are we going medicine James, this is touchy. This is touchy. Well, one. I wouldn't be touching Edison personally. Just to, just to, to, if you're going to go, if you're going to go premium, then you go, you go Allison because his the number of points he got last year was was good, and we had a poor season. But because of all the saves he was making, because the yeah. defence was pony, as Patrick would like to say, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he would have got like I think it was like an extra ninety points, which is a hell of a lot. Um, so going premium, forget Edison. He doesn't play. He won't be playing in the cups. It will be. I don't. Well, actually, let's. We don't know whether Allison will be playing in the in the Europa yeah. League. But um, so that's another thing to think about. Um, yeah. I, I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of rotation at Liverpool this year, particularly with the Europa League. But we'll see how that pans out. Might depend on who they're playing, of course what sort of group draw we get. Um, yeah, so if, if we're talking premiums, I would say Alison, but uh, I've got some budget picks if you want me to, to talk about those as well. Yeah, sounds good. Um, 
So I've been looking at, I've been looking at this and um, obviously a popular pick would be Sam Johnson, 1.5 million. Um, I think a lot of players have got him. I can see Scott smiling because uh, he's probably written down exactly the same thing. It's, it don't think it's the biggest secret in Dream Team this year. If you've got your eye on the ball, he's looking good value for 1.5 million. Um, I prefer potentially the um, um, Flecken from um, uh, Brentford because it looks like Raya might be on his way. Um, Flecken's mm. 2.5 million. Now, if you look at the stats um, for Flecken, it, they aren't qu- they're not quite as good as, as Raya, but they're, they're not far off. Um, I did write some notes yeah. here somewhere. Um, so defensively, um, Brentford had a good campaign. They they conceded the second most shots on target whilst also allowing the four fewest big chances. So they're conceding a lot of shots, but they're not, they're not, but they're poor quality shots. Um, which is what you want when you've got a keeper that is going to get, a point for every two saves. And that, that's quite considerable, I think. I think that will potentially be a big factor this year. Um, th- there was no other team that had a big, bigger difference between those two numbers, by the way. Um, shot, which is um, shots, shots on target, and the, but also, the, but, but also um, the fewest big chances. So I think if Raya goes, then Flecken could be a fantastic op- option. Um, yeah. That would be my budget choice, something a bit different. Yeah. Like you, Scott? Yeah, well, I, I actually, I, I did put I did put a bit about Flecken down, actually, because I looked at the fixtures, and we'll come on, probably come on to fixtures later, but the Brentford fixtures do look really good, but they've got quite a few defenders, and it's hard to choose from their defenders, isn't it, at the minute? Because I think, um, who's the new, the new guy they've just taken on? Um, is it Nathan Collins? Is it Collins? I think from Wolves, but they've got they've got quite a few defenders to choose from. And I saw that um, Raya had the most saves in the Premier League last season. And so it's if Flecken does the same. Um, mm. but I did hear he's had a bit of a shaky preseason, so we just have to wait and see mm. how he's been after that. I've gone full circle really because I started really cheap with the one point five um, Johnston who we've been looking at. Um, but then, then I went the other way. As soon as Onana got added to the game, I was liking the look of him at four million and just keep Onana in goal at four million. But now I've kind of settled in the middle and I'm liking the look of Pickford the most at the moment. Um, that, might, that might be a bit of an out there one. But on saves, he's, he was only one save behind Allison when I had a look and he's in fourth for saves. Or oh, we lost Tony, have we? Looks like it. But um, yeah, yeah Allison. He's not even drunk yet, so um, <laughs> <laughs> bored him to death. Um, Pickford, yeah, Pickford was fourth on saves, only one behind Allison. And then I had a look, and their fixtures look really good for pretty much the first eight game weeks. The only top six side they face is Arsenal, and that's at Goodison as well. Um, and we don't particularly do that well there, so I think Pickford could be a good, a good one there. And in pre season as well, they've played four games so far. And conceded one goal, kept three clean sheets. So it could be it. I know pick I know you can't always rely on it. Ah, you're back. You good? I don't know. And then for the first time in probably two years, internet's just uh, <laughs> yeah, we've just dropped out. 
Yeah, I was just picking up. Stop me in Venezuela. <laughs> I was you should try being here. Uh, I tell you, it's out. <laughs> I know I won't. I won't use the rude analogy I was about to. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> up and down rather right regularly. Yeah. <laughs> I was just singing the praises of uh, Pickford at three million potentially. I said they've got four um, kept three clean sheets in four games in pre-season, only conceding one goal. And yeah, he was full highest for save points. So I think he could be a good in-between one. Ideally, I'd like him to be a bit cheaper. Um, yeah. But that's Two it. and a half would be seen... nice for him, wouldn't it? Yeah. i just seen Connor saying um, Ariola in the chat at two million, I think he was. And I did have him in all of my drafts at the start. Um, but I've listened to a few podcasts and all my West Ham mates were saying that he would definitely be number one. But Fabianski is still starting at the minute in these preseason games. It looks like so. It's getting a bit. It's getting a bit too near, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So to yeah, I'm fair, kind of in the middle. I'm in the middle, really, between those price points. Three million. Yeah, I think it's going to be a cheapy goalkeeper. Um, by the time he built the rest of your team, like I mean, I didn't even give him a goalkeeper much thought. Thought in my first draft, I just ended up with two million left. I mean, at that point, you'd probably just throw Johnson in if I got to that. Um, so, yeah, keeper's going to be at the back of my mind, really, because uh, I'm not too worried. Because of the save points, I think it gives you the option, doesn't it? You can go budget. Uh, I think because you, you it could just even it sell out kind of thing. But if Liverpool defend the way they did last season, like you say, Allison as a premium, if he plays most of the games, he's got... He's got the premium potential of clean sheets, to be fair. Um, although he won't be getting many star mans, because obviously no one will be getting star mans. So it's the... Um, I've lost my train of thought. Basically, if you pay for a premium keeper, um, you'll get a clean sheets. Alison will give you the, give you the uh, save points as well. Obviously, the budget lads, they're not going to get you many clean sheets. Um, I can't see Sam Johnston keeping too many clean. Um so it's the minus points that might just um so for every two saves you get a point, but for every two goals conceded you minus a point. Mm. It's, it could mm. it could especially when someone comes up against City. I don't care how many saves you're making, you're probably getting a pepper in it. <laughs> so but yeah, it, it's good that it's opened it though for keepers because it was a lot to do with just they just didn't get the points, did they? Edison got fives, Allison got eights. Usually just star man awards. I don't think it's particularly um, like an optimal way of playing, but if you did want to play the fixtures with a cheaper keeper or like the, the lower end keepers, you could potentially do it. Um, now we've got the extra transfers, but I'm not sure you'd actually want to. Yeah. You don't want to use burning too many transfers to um, change your goalkeeper, do you? Yeah. Kind of feel um, doesn't feel one before Europe starts, but but before yeah. that you you're only switching them in and out all the time. It kind of doesn't feel like you're burning them though when you've got two when you've got two each week now. <laughs> yeah. like they're just constantly reloading, yeah. aren't they? You you are in a position where you could if you if you only want to make one sub that week, then you go. I don't really want to touch my goalkeeper, but oh, he's probably a better option for the next two games. You yeah. could use that second one because you're not going to be able to bank it anyway. Because if you use one. It just resets back to two, doesn't it? You do, it, it like if you yeah, use yeah. one, it doesn't bank one. Yeah, you have to use. You have to not use any to. Yeah, you have to use one over. Use none to bank, 
an extra one in the next week. So you could you could always be at an end where you you've all, you're only wanting to make one transfer because you don't really want to touch your goalkeeper. But ah, oh, I've got the money to do it. Straight transfer. Why not? I think I, I, that, and this is the reason where when you ask about strategies straight off, um, we're not. I don't think we're being secretive. <laughs> I just don't think you can try and put something together as we all will. Um, whether that works, um, that's the question. That's the question. Um, right. As soon as I lost my connection, where am I up to? Right. So that was Steve with the uh, premium budget keeper. Uh, like, great shout about Alison. Um, you'd like to think Liverpool will shore up a bit this season. Um, if you want my opinion on that, I'm happy to give it. I think we're going to ship goals left, right and centre unless we get in a decent number six. And even even if we get one in now, it's too it's too late to bed them in. Mm. Um, they are going to be, I reckon, I'd be surprised if we keep many clean sheets unless we get that number six. And it's even if, yeah, even if we do, it's going to be You're not going to sit McAllister back there. Bright, Brighton used to use McAllister no, at six, didn't they? I don't think so. Prince um, doing it pre-season, hasn't he? But you can't, I don't think you can start him there. He's wasted there, don't get me wrong. Yeah. We don't really have he, he might he might start in as the number six, but I don't think he will because we don't really have a great backup at four for right back. Mm. I, and I don't count Gomez as a great backup for right back. I mean we've got a young a young kid. Um well Ramsey's gone off on loan. Um and there's another young kid whose name escapes me who has played there in pre-season, but he's He's decent, but he's too young um, to fill in for any, certainly in the bigger games. Um, so, and, and Stefan Rakitic um, is still coming back from a long injury. So, I we we need more recruits. We've, we we needed more midfielders anyway, and we've lost we've lost lost uh, four in either contracts expiring or. Henderson or off, or off to Saudi Arabia. So, yeah. think you'll get that Lavia. Is it Lavia? Short there, to be honest. Lavia from Southampton. Mm. Yeah, Lavia from Southampton. If, trouble is, he's only nineteen. I think he's still a teenager. Can he can he come in and play eighty percent of the games this season? Might be asking a bit much. Um, we need recruits in that so defensive midfield role, in my opinion. I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to admit if I'm wrong. I hope I am, but uh, I think Liverpool are going to ship goals. I do. Certainly, as first, first beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah, well, with the case. Right, Kerry Jones has been on, given the new transfer system and taking into account Europe not kicking in for the first few weeks. He's targeting enablers from non European teams with good fixtures worthwhile early on. Visser, Hickey, Johnston, McNeil are a few that spring to mind. And who would be your top two enablers from each position? Be thanks, lads. Keep up the great work. Cheers, Gary. Scott, I've got no problem having like the non-European players to start with, but I'd probably keep it at maybe two or three to start out with. You don't want to have to sort of overhaul your whole team and we're not going to get any uh, wild cards or anything this time around. I think if you keep it to sort of two or three, there's nothing wrong with doing it. 
Um, but I think I'd probably keep it to that. Um, top two from each position, though. Um, I've got a few in. I've got a few in the minute. Um, I want to see if uh, Colwell ends up starting for Chelsea. He's yeah. at two two point five, isn't he? Um, Porro as well at the back for two point five. I don't think their fixtures are great at first Spurs. But I had a look and he's got quite good numbers um, considering he joined in January because um, he, he doesn't appear that high up on like the chance created and the tackles. But when you yeah. actually du- like double it or whatever you'd need to to do a whole season, I think it would look quite good. Um, I found I found midfield quite a bit harder. Um, I quite liked his uh, call of McNeil, actually. I'm banging the, uh, the Everton drum a little bit, but still yeah, is it two, is it is it 2.5. And I think that's probably a bit too much to take a chance on him. Um, a few that's been sort of picked out is and see so, but then you've got, I suppose he's Europe now, isn't he? But he's a bit of a rotation risk. And then Jackson up top, 2.5. But now there's links of, um, is it Vlahovic from Juventus maybe going oh. to Chelsea? So that's going yeah. to stuff, that's going to stuff that one potentially. So it's a bit tougher. Uh, one that's a, again, Everton, sorry. Um, but if you don't go for Pickford, um, Ashley Young at what 1.5. Ashley Young, he started the last two um pre season games. <laughs> Ashley Young, the old time. Is he not 40 yet? I've no idea, no idea how old he is now. He must be at least 38, 39. Yeah, he's, he's, down, he's down as a defender, but yeah. yeah, I think you really are probably scraping the barrel with some of those, but. Yeah, for my my cheapies that I've got in at the minute, um, I've mostly had Colwell, to be fair, at 2.5 and then CISO. Yeah, and CISO had a great year at Brighton, didn't he? Um, Another lad that had a decent year for them. Um, Probably way more of a rotation risk. Was that Bodanotti? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Some some real talent coming through at Brighton. James, who have you got, mate? So I'm distracted by Baz, Baz's comment. James smokes a fag like he's in a Bond in the Bond film Moonraker. <laughs> um, <laughs> <clears throat> so um, <laughs> I know I, I know it's Hickey, Hickey was mentioned as a, a 1.5 million option. Um, he's only played 45 minutes in pre-season so far. A lot of the other defenders have played a lot more. Um, I'm not an expert on Brentford, but I would question whether whether he'll get the game time required. Um, I like the Collins pick at two million. Uh, Sergio Gomez at uh, Man City, if he can get back inside, could be an option at two million. But I wouldn't risk it to start off with unless you get a nod from Pep. Um, in the two point five million pack bracket, I think there's some good options. Um, the one that Scott mentioned, Colwell, of course. Um, I think. The Villa Villa um, fullbacks could be good, good, good value at two point five. Um, Cash and Moreno, um, and then I suppose if you if you're going to go up to two what two point five for a budget, maybe uh, Rico Henry or Pinnock of um, Brentford, a decent. Um, that's probably about the limit for a budget for enablers, isn't it? Two point five million and below, shall we say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, in midfield, um, in the one to two and 2.5 million bracket, there's only 
one player that I thought, um, one or two players that I thought were decent. I mean, at two million, you've got Will I Am of um, Fulham. He's on whether he'll finish 90 minutes every game, given his age, I don't know, but he's signed a new one-year deal. Um, he's on most of the free kicks and set pieces. Um, there's a couple at Spurs that might turn out to be options, depending with, with the new manager there, and Don Belly's back, uh, Le Celso, 2.5, but you wouldn't start the season with them. That would be too risky, I think. I do think Dwight McNeil is a good option at 2.5, um, as is uh, Pereira and Casado, possibly Buendia. Um, and, Leave some uh, for me, James. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always joking, mate. You crack on. Um, <laughs> I'm just ticking them all off your list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's mentioned it. Um, Tony, we have to see what this uh, new Newcastle sign is like, don't before we before we jump in there. Um, Tonali, I can't pronounce it. Um, in the striker bracket, um, <laughs> you've got Wisser at two million. <clears throat> um, not sure on his game time, not 100% anyway. They have obviously um, Ivan Tony's suspended for some time, so he might he might be a decent shout at the two million bracket. 2.5, McCarlison, um, I think is um, probably yeah, for the Kango's. best option that I can find. I mean, Anketia, I don't think is going to, he's only 2 million, but what do you think, Scott? Is he going to get any games? No, I can't see it. Um, I don't know if Balogun's on the game because um, he's our other striker that we're looking to maybe sell. And I think West Ham are linked with him. I don't think, I'm just looking now, but I don't think he's on there, but I think he'd probably come in at 2.5 or two. If he went to West Ham, that could be interesting. Yeah, Ing- okay. Ings has been doing all right in pre-season, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah. Did I see, did I see um, I seen a draft with Skamaka in the other day as well, didn't I, like, on Twitter? Oh, that's brave. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to mention one thing on Arsenal. Um, Zinchenko hasn't played pre-season yet. It apparently has an injury. And every time we've gone to fill in mm. that left-hand side, we've either played Kivior... Or Tomiyasu, who are both 2.5. So it's just whether or not Zinchenko gets any minutes before the season starts. We'll see that next weekend for the Community Shield, I guess. But if one of them starts the season at 2.5 and Arsenal do all right, he could stay. Um, yeah. He's made out of wheat to mix, isn't he? Yeah. Zinchenko. Not, not been great so far for injuries. It seems like Pep knew. Well, he hasn't what, got a left back yet, really, has he? I suppose it didn't didn't cause any problems. <laughs> Cancelo's back, I, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Ake did a great job at left back last season, and obviously, the, sometimes they'd utilise Lapore there, who, who's obviously the left left side centre half. They're going to be signing that Gavardia, Givardo, aren't they? Yeah, that seems to be dragging on. I'll just say, uh, Seth, Seth said, didn't Timber play left back? But he has played. He played one half at left back, I think it was. Um, but from the Arsenal podcast I listened to, they didn't think he did a good job of inverting, but many options yeah. there. Yeah, Timber. Like you say, Timber will do all right. Somebody else will do a job left back. It's it, two and a half million. It's not bad. But it's James, probably only going to be for a week or so, isn't it? Yeah. Um, James, you literally read out the whole list. <laughs> there were only one player 
that you didn't say that I had on my list. Obviously, that's with me going third. I think Pereira is a good shout um, for um, some of the stats and how he would have benefited from this new point system is is quite good, um, especially the shots on target, chances created. Um, so he's right up there at two and a half million. Um, and John McGinn, a Villa, yeah. um, tackling, shooting, chances created. He's 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 up there on them them three. Could be a good option. Like, two and a half million. Yellow cards. He loves the yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, the the only good thing with the yellow cards now, obviously, it will be minus one. But it's you. It used to be if you get a yellow card, it's literally minus four because you'd lose your seven rating more often than not. Oh yeah. Um, so the yellows this season aren't as costly. So I'm not. Do you know like with the players like Paulinho who loves to tackle? I mean, he might do six tackles in a game, gets three points. He might get a yellow card. That's one point. But he probably play all the game. That's another point back. He could end up with four or five points in the game just for doing a few tackles because his tackle numbers are unbelievable. Yeah, I wonder if anyone's going to take a punt on Paulinho because he is le- he's leading that um, the the people that would have been better off. I don't think yeah. I'll put him in myself. Three million. Yeah, absolute beast on the Sky and Telegraph last season. Um, obviously, just tackling, tackling, tackling. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have many others. Obviously, McNeil and Visser. Who I don't know between him and Mbumo is going to be up, up top for Brentford. Obviously, we haven't totally been banned, so they're they're good options. Um, you know, always they always love an attack. Brentford, good attack inside. So, yeah, that's it. That's the uh, budget lads in there. Right, Andy Barnett. Now, I've done it again. I I got to the end of his question. They're like, no, I don't get it. Right. Hi, gents. I'd like to know one different defender from each of you who will be, you will be happy having in your team for the first six game weeks. The defender must be someone you'd also expect to start every match. And this is the bit I don't get, but also sub before the end of the match. Now, I don't know why you want to know that. I, I asked exactly the same question. And um, I think he's, I think what Andy's trying to say is that he, he just, he, his, the example he gave was how many times in the Discord. Um, during the match, did you see it, you know, on the 80th minute, 85th minute, did you say, did you hear somebody say, boom, there's the clean sheet gone? Um, so that's true. I kind of get where he's coming from. I don't mm. know if I would try and pick players that I knew were going to be substituted. Yeah. Unless it was for Man City, who yeah. were conceding lots of goals at the um, in the latter parts of the of, of games and losing their clean sheets. So, um, yeah, I'll go Ake is my answer for that one, yeah. for those reasons. I think they did it. I mean, he's, he's expensive on the game, isn't he? Five million. But I think they did it with John Stones a fair bit. When he was playing in that sort of inverted position, they were taking him off a, a few times towards the end. Um, I put down one Basaka at three million because you'd imagine that Delo is probably going to come in for some minutes as well. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, I found that a tough one. Found that tough one to find someone that's going to get subbed off. Yeah, I guess John Stones is a shout though. Yeah, or well, Zinchenko, if he does come back fit, uh, they might be. There is a lot of options there, so they might be taking him off towards the ends. Yeah, it's usually, usually fullbacks in it. They don't usually pull a centre half off. Yeah, no. Um, 
because obviously that they want to unsettle things. But yeah, any any fullback really, Andy. Um, Zinchenko's a good shout once he gets back playing. Ake is up there, but I like that Stone shout. Um, yeah, because obviously playing in that different role. He's, um, but then Kovacic is in now. Rodri is Stones really going to be playing that role this season? They did a good job of it though, didn't they? It's hard. To, yeah, yeah, it's hard to know, but they've done a really good job of it. I haven't really watched much of them in pre-season, so it's hard to know. But Kovacic at three million, do you would you any of you boys fancy that or not? I can't quite it's the price seems ridiculously cheap. I just can't figure out whether I think he's gonna be good or not. I think um I'm not sure he'll play every game. I mean Godfrey, for instance, is is the key defensive midfielder there. Um, I and I would imagine there might be games where he wants to, to sort of a holding players, so he might get some, he might get called in for those. So I'm not sure he's going to start, you know, as many games as like Rodri would, for instance. So I, I'm not sure I would go with him myself. Yeah, Rodri's priced at four million this season as well. Yeah. Obviously, um, but I, I I do like Kovacic. He's a good player. I think he likes sell at City, um, especially played a little bit further forward than maybe he has been used at Chelsea. He's a talented player, so could well get into the points. Um, right, Connor's question. What's everyone's team structure like so far? For example, three premiums up top, two premiums in midfield, starting with a defender at five million plus, cheap or pricey keeper. Um a four million keeper counts as premium. So we've already touched on the keepers, Connor. Um, but what's how, what's the balance of your squad like? Have you had a play around with the uh, with your drafts? You reckon, Scott? So I, I, every draft I've had, I'm trying to do at least well two premiums. Is, is all I seem to fit in and the striker places. Harland at the minute and a seven million or. Harland plus a Kane, Rashford or Salah. That's that's the decision I want. One of those one of those three up top. Um, then I'm only being able to really fit what I'd call a one premium in midfield at the minute. Between it's a, it's going to be a Bruno. It's going to be a Bruno, but I'm trying to decide between Bruno and Saka really. And then I've got two three point fives, a four point five in midfield. I said <laughs> three million at the back in goal. Um, and then I haven't got that much. I haven't really got any expensive ones in defence. I've gone 3.5, 4, 3.5 and 2.5. But I think that now we've got seven positions, you can sort of just mix them up, can't you? But yeah. the main the main bit I'm building the team around is sort of one premium in midfield and then those two up front at the minute. I think now we're looking at the game completely different and we are... Our plan used our plans used to be month to month. Like we'd we'd plan a month really, uh, quantity of fixtures, quality of fixtures, and then plan our transfers around attacking that month and then leaving maybe a couple for injuries. Um, I think this season, as we start to talk, we're probably going to be looking at a lot shorter periods of time, one week, two weeks, um, as opposed to a full month. So, I mean, it's great for us as a podcast. Gives us loads more to talk about. Um, but yeah, I, I, when, you, when you're just saying about three premiums up top, two premiums in midfield, I think one week you might have Haaland up top on his own. 
and the next week you might have three premiums up top and you've dropped a dropped a, a budget and aerial or into midfield just to to allow you that i think there's gonna be a lot of uh a lot of strategy going around it's just um yeah i don't think it's it's gonna be you're gonna have to be super fluid uh throughout the season because you're gonna be able to attack a smaller portion of fixtures each time because of the amount of transfers what do you reckon james How's your team looking, um, Nick? Well, at the moment, it's um, three four three. Um, I was thinking this morning, as as you do, you know, constantly thinking about fantasy football. I was thinking about going five in midfield because I think there's a lot more choice there. Um, yeah. Right now, the the draft is um, cheap goalkeeper. I've got three defenders that are one's four, one's four and a half, one's five. That's probably more expensive than most people, I imagine. Um, I've got one premium, what you would call premium in midfield, um, two middling price players, and one cheapie. And up front, I've obviously got Haaland, um, and I've got two, I've got one four million and one five million forward. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all in flux at the moment. Um, um, not ready to do a team reveal just yet, Aman. I saw you were asking that. When when are we going to do that? Maybe next week. We'll see. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, that's roughly my team structure anyway. Yeah, mine uh, at, the, at the, this morning time. Um, I just had a play around with having the. I'm hoping Kane goes to Bayern. Because that'll okay. settle. Off. It does change the game. It's a it's a big one. If that if that goes through, I think ultimately straight away you see a template of Haaland, Salah, Rashford, um, which is difficult um, to leave out Kane if he stays. Um, then I've got a six million midfielder, um, and then I've got a few two and a halves, a three and a half. Bruno in middle park. I think his stats for this new point system are unreal. I'd go as far as saying he might be the best pick on the game um, going into the new season. I I don't think I could leave him out and feel comfortable with it. Um, So that's that. No matter how shit United could be, um, he seems to, um, he just seems to, do everything that that the uh, new point system wants. Uh, goalkeeper less said about that, the better. But yeah, I'd, I'd say I've probably got five premiums and then some middle ground players. Five? How are you affording that? <laughs> well, the mid, it's I've got two middle ground players and then the rest are two and a half billion and under. So, so you've got three... Off. Three budget players. Um, whether that's the best way, like I say, I'm always fiddling around with it. That's just what I've thrown together very quickly. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to have stones in there. I would. Yeah. Uh, especially if he's playing that position further forward as a defender. I'd like that, but he comes at a, a cost as well. You can't justify his price range against, say, I don't know, Trent. Or a trippier, even because they're a big chance created. His uh, stats are uh, so well. Um, right, no, I'm 
see where I am now. Um, DT Patrick, in your opinions, best value for money, forward, midfield, defender, and goalkeeper. Scott, do you want to go first, mate? Yeah, do you know what? I, str- I struggled with answering this one. I was, I was thinking about it, and all of the names that I was coming up with and not people that I've got in my team, which is a bit of a problem, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I was looking at, like, up front, for example, like, I think Darwin Nunes at 4 million would be a steal, to be honest. But I just can't put him in. My That's, that's a little giveaway on my team, but I just can't put him in because I'm not sure he's, he starts, to be honest. But if he did, that price is ridiculously good. Um, in midfield, best value. I think everyone's been priced really quite fairly as well. I don't think I've seen that many people that I think he's he's cheap. Yeah. Um, but if if again, it's another if if it's if they start. I think Foden did look quite nicely priced at four point five. But again, I think there's question marks. Um, Saliba three point five in defence. I think he's priced nicely. Um, and then goalkeeper, we've been talking that for a while though. Um, I can't, it depends what you think is value for money. Is value for money at like Onana at 4 million or is it the cheap keepers? We kind of spoke about it. So I don't really know about a keeper to be honest. Yeah. On keepers. <laughs> I see Seth James. say that Martinelli's, chi- Martinelli's cheap and I do think at 4.5, I do think Martinelli is cheap. It's the fact that he was like 2.5 to start last season has yeah. kind of like blurred it a little bit. Um, um, I would, I think Richarlison 2.5 could be uh, an absolute steal. Um, he's, he's, he's done pretty well in pre-season, um, but um, clearly it's not it's not a pick without risk. I, I, I also like Jota at four million. I think he could, if he gets a run in the side, then he could be good, really good value at four million. Um, but there's so much potential for rotation up front now with Liverpool. Um, Keeper, he's, he's free, uh, three and a half. Jota. Sorry, yeah, three and a half. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good price for him. Do you yeah. think he'll start the first game, or do you think it'll be Diaz like off that side? Hmm. It's really tough. With I don't team. know. It's 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 difficult to call. Um, I think he's got a good chance. He's he's played really well in preseason. Uh, I do wonder if Klopp might reserve him more for a uh, substitute role because of his previous injury problems. He might he might think, well, I will start with um, um I can say some you can say um, he's got so many. We've had, had injury problems with um, oh god, what's his name? Diaz, Diaz as well. So I don't know, um, but there's just so many. There's 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 so many options. I mean, Jota could play as the number nine. Um, I think Gakpo is quite likely to move back into the midfield, given the lack of numbers we have. Um, so that does remove one one potential person in Jota's way for the number nine role. But then also Nunes has been been playing pretty well as well as the number nine. So it's tricky. Jota's Jota could, as, as you've alluded to, Scott, can play on the, on the left of the front three or in or in the middle. So there's 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 places up for grabs. I I don't think the the only one that's nailed is probably Salah. Um, the others will rotate. So, but they could still. I think there's goals in that side. 
Um, yeah. They could still pick up some decent points. Um, you might lose the odd appearance point. Um, you know, if they only come on, they won't get both of those appearance points. They might get one of them. Um, it's for the, I mean, 3.5 million for Jota. If he if he's coming on and scoring, um, getting 30 minutes but still scoring goals, he could still represent decent value. So, um, so Richarlison and Jota would be my my picks up front. Um, in mid in um, midfield, um, I won't go for the obvious pick of Pereira. I'll go to White McNeil. Um, at the back, I, I really think, as, as as Scott said, I think. Sa- Saliba has been underpriced. He, the, yeah. For a, a premium team, three point five for Saliba is um, is good value. Um, and of course, if if um, if Collins ends up starting at two million for for Chelsea, that could be good as well. Although they don't have Europe this year, of course, so that's more potentially a shorter term pick. Um, so yeah, that, that's my. Um, oh, we want a goalkeeper as well. I well, we've already discussed that. I said, <laughs> yeah, I'll go, go Flecken for that one. Obviously, with, with Saliba, obviously having the injury, I wonder whether they took that into account. Um, wondering how he will, how his recovery's come, come, gone from that because Gabriel's priced at four and a half, an extra million. I think uh, yeah, that's definitely underpriced for Saliba. If back fit and firing, um, he's a great shout. Um, someone who's not been mentioned, um, he's not really a big favourite of all stream team at the bit, but Anthony at United, three and a half million. Um, 47 shots on target last season, that's 47 points there. Um, eight big chances created, few assists. Um, he's not a bad, pri- bad prize at three and a half million for a, um, a European playing midfielder especially when you could have five this season. Um, and another midfielder just to touch on who I think could prove very good value for money is Ivy Barnes. Yeah. So to Newcastle, um, 39 shots on target last season, eight big chances created. Um, he could do do all right up there on the two. Um, Striker-wise, obviously, you've got Jackson at Chelsea who could be ridiculously underpriced. Um he could prove massive, massive value for money. Um, if Harry Kane goes to um, Bayern, like you say, Richarlison could come into play at two and a half million. Uh, Son at five million could prove a bit of decent value. Although, which Spurs turns up this season, uh, we will, we will see. Son looks brilliant on that. Um, the the points gained on the new system. Yeah, he does. Considering the season he had at five million, he could he could do really really well. But it's just another wait and see, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, defender, I like a, a stupid man at Brighton. Um, three and a half million. I think he's good value. Good value. He's done. I think he's done all right on the. Uh, the difference of points from last season as well. I think he does a... Uh, what about are you? Come on, mate. Do it quicker. <coughs> I can't bloody find him. Oh, there he is. Yeah, 72 tackles, obviously. Helped him uh, notch up another 60, 60 points. 
and we all know obviously Brighton being in Europe and we got the fixtures, good side. So a stupid hand for me in the defence. Um, someone I haven't heard his name today, Gakpo. Um, obviously, you know more, James, uh, about Liverpool in pre-season, but obviously, even when he's starting, talented player, got a goal in him. Big chances created. I think he'll tick all those boxes at three and a half million. I think we're just probably worried a bit about Liverpool's uh, rotation. Yota, Diaz, Salah, Nunes. Um, there's a lot, well, lot Gak, of players. As I said earlier, Gakpo might might be playing in the midfield. So um, even though he did brilliantly up front last year, um, yeah, and got a profile of a number nine. He's a big man. So yeah, I I can't say for sure, but I, I've listened to the Blood Red podcasts, um, and, and these guys follow it inside out, um, and um, they're they're saying they think Gakpo will probably. Move into might move into midfield, so yeah. Don't if you buy him as a striker, don't expect him to play necessarily as a striker. You must have yeah. the most strikers on the game, mustn't you? Because they're all down as strikers. Yeah, oh, they, Diaz, they, Diaz they is down as a mid, isn't he? Diaz is down he's as the a only, mid. he's the only one that's down as a mid, unfortunately. And obviously, with him being out the majority of the season last mm. last season, we, the stats we would have got on him as regards to the points this season, because I think he likes a shot and he was bloody good at creating chances. Yeah. So I guess, um, I, do you know what, if I'm honest, I don't know if he's priced that. What's he priced that, Diaz? 3.5, I think. Is he? No, I'll put him on my list then. I think he, he could be a steal. Uh, he, he definitely could be a steal at three and a half million. No, he's, he's four, actually. Apologies. Yeah. Um, Slobber Slight is coming as, as 3.5 million, but I don't expect too many goals from him. He's more likely to be an assister, I think. Yeah, but a point for every big chance created. You don't, yes, even, need to put it, you don't even need to score it. Yeah, that's true. Um, he could, he, I mean, he's got, he's got some tricks in his, in his box. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah. Talented. It's, like, it's like when you look at people like Grealish who sometimes gets so frustrated he doesn't shoot. But a lot of the time when he just like dinks it across to someone or slides it across in that box, if somebody else gets a shot off and it's a, a decent, clear shot, I mean, it's a, it's a point. It's a point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's going to be interesting this season how many uh, these big chances created, how, how fast these players knocked up these points and how fast we jump onto them. Uh, Connor Mason Mount. Um, I had a word with him. Um, I said, What the hell are you doing going to uh, United? But no, I mean, we need to see about Mason Mount. He's had a few injuries, he's had a tough time at Chelsea. He, he's obviously been frozen out for whatever reason. Um, strange one because he's a Chelsea lad. Um, I don't get it. Um, I, I just want to see him, I'd probably want to see him for the first four or five weeks, but. Yeah, it could be a it could be a good option for United. Interesting how they play him and him and Bruno position wise. Right, from the budget, lads, to calls nine ninety three. What players do you currently see as you absolute must have, apart from the obvious Haaland? James. 
Possibly slightly, slightly controversially, I, I only think there's one other player that I would consider essential in, in the premium bracket, and that's Fernandez, based on the massive number of points he would have got under the new scoring rules. Um, Scott, Scott, nobody Scott else. second, mate. I've got the background noise. Yeah. Hmm. There we go. Yeah, no, no one apart from Fernandez for me is is essential. In, in my book, not this year. No, I mean, I completely agree with that. Like I touched on earlier, I'd be very scared to, especially with the one team this season, go anywhere without Fernandez uh, with the stats that are showing up. Um, it's one of them, I think we all like a new signing, we all get excited when all these new players come over, like Nicholas Jackson and Kunku at Chelsea. Um, and these lads that are signing for for City, United, and you know, it's it's always about the tried and tested, especially for the first few weeks. So if I could give any advice, it would be have the tried and tested, especially for the first two game weeks. Sit, just just see. Don't be scared of missing the ball because a lot of the times these lads they, they might not even start. And and this is a, a, a problem we're going to have as well this season is that we've got the same problem as the FPL um, crowd where we're going to have to be like trying to snoop for early team news leaks and you know what I mean we're all going to fall foul of some fake team news and crap like that. Um, so yeah, yeah, obvious ones. Haaland, I think Fernandez. And I, and I do think that you're going to have to have Trent or Trippier. Um, and maybe switch between the two, depending on budget. And But I'd like to probably get mid-season and I'd be able to have both of them. Um, but that's going to depend on price rises and how we attack price rises and stuff, which I'm still trying to get my head around how, to, how they're doing it with the, uh, the cut-off. I'm hearing like the price rises an hour before, then you cut off. I, I, I'm not too sure. Um, I thought that seemed pretty um, like straightforward, the price changes. I think it is just going to go through exactly, everything's going to go through at the same time, I think. Uh, what was I reading earlier today about it was an hour before the cutoff? No, now an, before, an hour before the, before the kickoff. All oh, right, I think I might have read it wrong then. I think I read it as in someone said it was an hour before yeah. the, the lockout. I'll quickly try and get get it up. I think I saw it on there. They've added it because they've added a, a handy bit to the um, rules now, haven't they? They've added FAQs to the, uh, uh, to, the uh, to the rule book now. So that was where it cleared up the whole Aston Villa thing because they added to the um, yeah. FAQs about um, the playoffs don't count. Um, but they also added one. Let me just find it. When do player prices update? Player prices are updated at the beginning of each game week. That is immediately after the deadline and after oh. any pending transfers have gone through. Happy days. All at the same time. Right. So, yeah, that works. That works. So it's pretty much like seven o'clock on a Friday morning. You've made your transfers, they go through. But you can't... You don't... I hear you and you can't sell them at the... You sell them at the same price. Yeah, so the problem you're going to have is 
it's the price word. changes are going to happen and then you're stuck with that player. So like you yeah. can't wait because when it used to be seven o'clock in the morning, you used to be able to wait and think, oh, if that player is going to go down in price, I'll buy them cheaper. You can't yeah. really do that. You can anticipate them, yeah. um, but then you're going to have to be stuck with them for that whole week. And then you've basically got to have them do well the following week almost. So, so then rise back up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like I say, different game, different game. Yeah, yeah, I think that's why we just have to get used to it for the first couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, and then we'll probably be able to build on the strategy from there. Um, right. Mm. See, this is the problem with I'm in it. I need a piss break. Well, whilst you're doing that, Tony, I would like to ask uh, Scott a question about Havertz. Go on. Go on Love it. Um, where do you see Havertz fitting into the Arsenal side and what do you think it might affect the output of um, Odegaard in any respect? Possibly. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that he, he will be, I don't know which way you want to dress it up by the name, but left eight or left centre mid, basically where Xhaka was last season, right. with probably a bit less defensive responsibility. But you know how Xhaka was getting into the box for those like late runs. And he ended up with, yeah. I think it was his best ever season for sort of goals and assists. I think mm-hmm. we want that of Xhaka, uh, uh, of um, Havertz, sorry. So I do think that he's going to be a good option for getting forward. Um, I would want to wait and see a little bit first, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that we're going to see Erdegaard maybe playing slightly deeper to con- compensate because I think he's, yeah. quite, he's quite good at pressing Erdegaard and sort of leading the press and defensive side, he's actually quite good. Um, although yeah. he's an attacking player, he's pretty good off the ball. Um, so I do think that we might see Erdegaard suffer a little bit with his attacking returns potentially. I'm pretty sure his main position is going to be that sort of left central midfield trying to get into the box late. Obviously, yeah. if, G- if Gabriel Jesus gets injured or something like that, it might be a <clears throat> It might be a different story. We might see him filling up front, but I think they're really trying to make that work. They've they've done that in the last few friendlies, and we'll see. Well, the only thing is, I'm waiting for this Community Shield match as a sort of demo of how we're going to line up. But it's Man City, and I would have said we would normally try and play Havertz in that role. But the only times I would probably say we wouldn't would be would be maybe playing Rice and Party together against the Man City. Yeah. So, whether or not we just want to see if Havertz works in that role against Man City or we do try to go defensive and win it, it's going to be interesting. But I'm not sure if I'll start with him. 3.5. What's he set as Havertz? Midfielder? Midfielder at 3.5 million. I think it does look good value. I'm just, it, it hasn't fully clicked yet. He hasn't looked great, I don't think. Well, he missed a few in that volley challenge, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> didn't make me chuckle. Uh, didn't make me chuckle seeing your uh, your uh, your Twitter post on that. Um, I did forget about our guest Jordan Jackson. I have sent him the link, so he will be joining us shortly. Um, Do you want to share about the, uh, the leaks? Shout out to the leagues. I know we've got the Patreon members here, but this will go to uh, this will go on YouTube after, so we maybe share some info on the leagues that we've got going yeah. on. Yeah, if you want to just do that, there, I'll just be back in a second. Oh, I haven't got it up. Have you got it up there, James? 
No, I've not got it turned. <laughs> so this is the um, the mini league chair. That's it. Thanks for throwing us under the bus with that one, Tony. Um, okay, let's see if we can What's find that one? <laughs> the mini leagues. <laughs> what have I done? Um, so yeah, we, we've got the tag team cash league, haven't we? Where you join yeah. up or you join up with um, another player. So it's twenty five pounds each, um, and your combined scores will determine where you finish. Um, not seen that format before anywhere else, so that could be quite exciting. Hopefully, um, people will uh, remain civil to each other if their partner's not doing so well, and we won't we won't get any fisty cuffs in the Discord or anything like that. Um, of course, we're running our usual um, uh, cash league as well. Um, all the details are um, available on our, on our Twitter feed, and um, we'll put them at the bottom of the video description as well. So. Um, if you want to join those, then <clears throat> feel free. Um, we've had some good responses so far. Um, yeah, so come and join us. You do. We do always end up with a mad rush in the last week. We do. It's. Um, I, I think um, with the price of the league, obviously that's up the price <laughs> to try because we know single teams and it, it's just we want to try and get a, as big a prize pot as we can, especially trying to pay monthly prizes. So in the main cash league, um, obviously the monthly is the is going to be the output. Um, the tag team league, oh, they are looking forward to that. I've got Andy Boyd at me, my Rovers mate. So um, I know I know a few of her teamed up strategically, like try to like find the best player they could, and like, oh yeah, we're mates. You're not really mates, but <laughs> I, I hope you lose because of it. <laughs> Me and Andy all love each other anyway because we're, we're brothers. Whereas, yeah, you are that play, playing to win. Anyway, I've uh, remembered to send the link and uh, we've now got Jordan Jackson. Could have let him in. Hopefully he's had a few beers like me. Good evening, Jordan. Hi, mate. You're right. How's it going, pal? Are you at work? Yes, I am indeed, yes. Could you just turn your volume down a little bit, mate? Yeah. All right. A little bit more. There you go, mate. Oh, I don't, can you go down then? Yeah, it's the lowest it will go, mate. Right, just try and hold it a little bit further away. It's all good. A little bit of an echo there, but you're all good. Um, so, Jordan has kindly. Um, sort the sponsorship deal out for us uh, on the podcast. Uh, do you want to just talk us through that, mate? Yeah, so um, I'm a big Coventry Blaze fan, um, have been for the last six or seven years, um, and I've been watching the, your podcast for the last two or three years now, um, and it's helped me a lot with different formats of the game, being a part of the community. Um, so I thought it was a fantastic idea to get you um, you lot more recognised through uh, the partnership with The Blaze. And it's a really good community. And then hopefully that way we can get more people to uh, 
become more engaged. Um, and as part of the sponsor, um, we'll be sponsoring one of the players, but we can't officially announce that just yet. Um, but we'll be able to in the next week or two. So it'll be a player sponsor sponsorship and then we'll help gain recognition as well. So really exciting things to come, I think. Brilliant, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, obviously, Coventry Relays, hockey team, trying to brush up on the uh, hockey knowledge before we uh, head down to Coventry. Um, <laughs> obviously, we're going to have a sponsorship evening, um, which we need to try and get down for. And... Yeah, we we are also um, obviously Coventry being so so close to the middle of the country, probably is the middle of the country. Um, we are going to be looking to host the Dream Team Tonic um, get together down there. So maybe maybe try and spot out a few players as well while we bend bend it down there. So how how. How's it going with your team so far, uh, Jordan? Have you had a play around there? Yeah, I've had a I've had a play around with it. I'm just finding it really difficult. I'm like off by like half a million. I think I've come up with like a good backline and a good basis of a midfield, but um, I'm just struggling in goal and maybe another decent attacker. I think the keeper position for me, I'm really struggling with because I've looked at the fixtures. Um, and then I'm trying to keep my um, players that are in Europe. Um, so I've put in a few Villa players um, in my draft. And then I've gone with a couple of Chelsea and Brighton players as well. So, yeah, I'm struggling at the minute. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we're all uh, we're all trying to, trying to jigsaw some up together. Um, if you, I don't know if you've been listening to the pod. Obviously, you've been at work. So but you, if you do listen back, you'll uh, hear quite a bit of keepers tonight. Um, should give you some good options and how to plan Fantastic. Um, good. A few, a few cheapies discussed. So if you have only got like a million, million and a half, um, that should help you. Fantastic. Yeah. Exciting times. Um, obviously, it's it's brilliant to have you um, involved. We, I, I were late to get you on because I, we were all talking about right. whatever else. Hell, I, I said, ah, shit, That's I to send Jordan, Jordan, bloody message over. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so this is the end of the pod, but um, we are going to get you on at some point through the season as well, um, probably a couple Fantastic. of times, uh, Jordan. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe when you're at home as well, you can put your yeah. feet to grab a beer and join us. <laughs> um, yeah, man. But, like I say, probably what, a month's time, I'll be down in Coventry meeting you all, so... Um, like I say, big thanks from us. Um, we appreciate we appreciate your help, um, and we're glad that we've helped you out over the last three years. Uh, your dream teams and winning your mini leagues, mate. Cheers, mate. Appreciate that. All right, cheers, cheers, Jordan. Cheers, cheers thanks, mate. Thanks for coming on, mate. Really appreciate no that. problem. Cheers. Cheers, pal. Okay, there you are, Jordan Jackson, the Dream Team Sonic Podcast. Uh, teamed up with the Coventry Blaze. You going to get on the ice? Um, am I going to? Have... <laughs> no, well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping we're staying down there, so I've had quite a few beers. Um, <laughs> it doesn't take much for me to crack it in, as as you probably noticed through the years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's really really exciting. 
Um, I think the sponsorship do is not like starts of September. Get down there, get me Coventry Blaze shirt on, learn the ice hockey rules. Um, but it's been a pleasure as always. Um, what's the what's the uh, plan for the next pod then? Is it drafts? Is it reveals? What, it's coming around quick, isn't it? It's coming around quick. Months. Drafts, reveals. Well, I suppose it'll be our, what, our current draft, won't it? And then we'll um, just change it at the last second and regret it probably. But uh, yeah, pro- probably time for some drafts next week. Maybe a quick, just a quick pod to do it, to go through those. Mm-hmm. We'll put it to the people as well. They'll, put it to they'll the want, people. They'll the, people. want the drafts. <laughs> Yeah. Brilliant. Um, as ever, um, if you're listening now and it's a few days later on YouTube, should be in the Patreon. Come on. Patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic and come and join us live. Uh, support the podcast. Um, get yourself ready for this new season. Because even though it's a new game, there's the best players are in this Discord. Uh, get in. And, and get the advice of, of the many. Um, we'll be dropping our uh, fancy football hub link into the co- uh, into the description as well. Um, so you want to fifty percent off to hub subscription? Uh, click that link below. Um, we've got the link down there f- for uh, the professor pods, which are must sees. Um, Scott, you do some great work, mate. Um, mm. So uh, if you're listening to this and you, you don't understand the rules and you've come to this beforehand, uh, get on to Professor, Professor's Pods and uh, have a look through there. He has a really good run through it all. Um, yeah. Um, Andy also has a run through the um, the rules. Andy Barnett, member of the Discord. Uh, so we'll drop his link in there as well. Um, got a great community going on. Uh, come and be a part of it. Uh, cheers, everyone! Everyone who's joined us live, cheers! It's been a good laugh reading all the uh, all the posts down the side. Um, I think I it adds a little. It's making me laugh. <laughs> it adds a little bit to it, doesn't it? I, I <laughs> it had to bite my cheek a couple of times to stop myself from laughing. I, I don't know, Fer- yeah. Fergie, the ultimate pod, pod, podcast professional. He, he he has. I'm sure he has with all the FPL crowd. He has probably had some rude ones coming up there, and he, he you can never tell. He's just uh, yeah. Um, Ultimate professional, whereas me, I'm biting side of my cheeks so that I don't uh, piss myself up. So, uh, anyway, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Cheers, everyone. See you later. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.